Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. We've got some of the best bits of this afternoon's uh, show for you. Well, obviously, we reflected on the weekend's football. You did it quite uniquely, as you always do now. You, you do your impressions from uh, the weekend's football match of the day. You, and you gave us well, two new managers yeah, today. Canny, eh? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was, it was like they were in the room. <laughs> we did a Don't Ask Me, of course. Yeah, Don't Ask Me. It was very exciting. Um, yeah, so a relative of Roy Hodgson's popped up. You hear him? Yeah, that's right. The young Roy. Well, it's him. It was basically him, a relative. Relatively speaking. And Motti. We know you like a little bit of Motti on a Monday. And uh, we looked at a few of the burning issues uh, from the weekend's football. So here it all is. Meanwhile, the Tory MPs, I'll start with this one, uh, they lost 5-0 to the journalists, you know, at the conference. And Mm. genuinely, the MPs coach was John Barnes. Uh, but it was going to be David May, but his game plan was completely rejected by everyone. Really? Yeah, I didn't think he was up to it. I did. Oh, yeah, I did. again, that's the there. second week you've done a bit oh, of political well, you know, satire in this me. slot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Remember, uh, we played against the MPs once, and yeah. uh, in a, and they put that ringer in. They <laughs> said, so claimed to be yeah. somebody's spad, but he looked like <laughs> Lionel Messi and played like <laughs> I know, him. Really I don't think he'd ever worked at the no, Commons terrible. before. Yes, and um, needless to say, uh, Cardiff Burnley wasn't quite as exciting as the Ryder Cup. Mm. But thin gruel there for match of the day too. Although I did like the worst cry of the weekend, though, uh, worst thing in sport, was the bloke who shouted for no reason whatsoever at one of the holes, uh, one of the tees, mashed potatoes! I don't know what that was. I mean, it, was the, <laughs> it wasn't even getting the hole. I mean... What, I suppose he, he meant that he mashed it down the middle or something, but it was a very strange thing. If you've got any nonsensical that. cries uh, from the football, <laughs> or any sport, actually, if you've, if you've just heard anybody just shout something, not there the is 15, that moment. Not the 15-inch mortars. You no, no, no. But there is, because well, that made sense. <laughs> yeah. But there is, um, it was a bit like Ron from Stowmarket <laughs> yeah. used to shout, anywhere. Anywhere. It sounded like Boise <laughs> from Only Falls. Who but used to you say, back door, back door? I can't that remember. That was the blow used to do sat on when I had to move. I had to move my season ticket because... <laughs> That's all he chat every time a ball. Back door, back door. <laughs> to drive us mad. Anyway, but yeah. that's the kind of thing. It's just the, the random cries. They're often the things where somebody shouts something out, and every all the heads mm. turn round and look in a kind of bal- a sort of yeah. a combination of annoyance and pity. Absolutely. So um, some of the random cries, and maybe you got to the bottom of them, maybe you never did. But let us know. Talk sport. Mashed potatoes right up there. Maybe you know the derivation of that. Golf fans. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS 
H and J. I watch the uh, Red Zone, the Golden Hour, eight fifteen to nine fifteen. It's the best hour in sports television, especially if you like American football. If you, even if you don't, it's very exciting. Yeah. But I noticed that the uh, Titans kicker is a guy called Brian Suckup. <laughs> how, oh, well, he, how does he? How does he get on the team? <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. Brian Suckup. He gives the coach a bowl of fresh fresh fruit every day. <laughs> fresh fruit. I can't fresh, say fresh, fresh fruit. fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you want to, one of these? Remember, there yeah. used to be that uh, thing they always did in Sports Illustrated, the American magazine, uh, sort of sporting sign of the apocalypse. Oh yeah, yeah. What is it? Well, the NBA uh, may well feature in the next one if they're still doing it, because they're now starting to sell off sections of matches, pay per view. So if you only want to watch the final <laughs> quarter, quarter. Uh, you can just buy that. Because oh. it may be a sports gambling starting to take off in the states. Because people haven't got people time have got, to yeah, watch. People that haven't got time old to. Game. But I think the point was made by Alan Tyson in the Telegraph. There, if you haven't really got the time to watch an old game of basketball and you like basketball, maybe basketball isn't the game for you, <laughs> really. Yeah. But I mean, he makes the point. You know, so what's going to happen? So you just you don't watch an entire T Twenty game. You just watch the sort of death overs. And why not tune into a ten thousand meter race? Although some about to, thousand to be, meters to be fair, if I if I tape a twenty twenty game yeah. that I haven't seen and I come back I tend to watch the power play yeah and then you're in the last five hours so I, I sort of know what it is, you, it's again a, you're another one you've got so much trolling to do on on social media you <laughs> really need all the time you've got but that does feel like for a sport to market <laughs> yeah. itself and say look we know you haven't got time to watch the whole game hmm. um so we'll just kind it's of send a bit, it's out a, a bit sign of the apocalypse you're absolutely right really, yeah. one of the best things of the weekend apart from the Ryder Cup and the football Chelsea Liverpool was the Aussie rules grand final if you've got a chance if you've got 10 minutes go and look at the highlights I did last night who was in it because I like I hadn't watched enough sport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might guess that my wife wasn't with me this weekend. So I have watched quite a lot of sport. But the uh, it was the uh, West... Oh, actually, I won't spoil it for you, because if you watch the highlights, you'll really enjoy it. It was yeah. really exciting. It was only nine minutes. Who were the two teams involved? West Coast in? Eagles and uh, Collingwood. Who, uh, Collingwood, yeah, yeah. That's my mate's uh, team. I've been to see Collingwood play. They are the kind of Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, hate Collingwood, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they're the, they're the, they divide opinions. What a great game it the was. The Pies, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so. Good game, OK. Mm-hmm. Well, I will, I'll, Andy, I'll go and Brilliant. check out the highlights. Yeah, well, he, my, my mate will be chuffed over there, anyway. And him and his family. And while you were off, well, from... depending if they won or lost, of <laughs> yeah, course. That's right. I'll have to find out. While you were off, we were talking about with Max, we were talking about this thing of play the way you're facing. It's become like a bit like playing out from the back. People, no one wants to turn on the ball, everyone. Yeah. And you see somebody within their own, uh, within the opposition half, play it back to the keeper like 50 yards. I mean, there was one I can't remember, and it nearly went for a corner. But we did see the ultimate in play the way you're facing back pass own goal by Manchester City women's team it was sensational yes 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 it's a 50 yarder yeah yeah but it's become this ridiculous thing that you know that wherever you are on the pitch if you're facing the wrong way you you can't turn you just got to knock it all the way back yeah it's weird (laughs) now how do you take the um this Daniel Sturridge goal uh, and did you take it well or not? Of course, why not? It was a brilliant goal. What a look! You, you, you'd have to be incredi- no, a bit deflated, a bit disappointed because we've gone all that way. They've been, the been banging minute. on the door though, Liverpool. Of they? You couldn't deny the fact no, they deserved it. Absolutely, an equaliser. No, it's a fair point. Yeah. Absolutely, but there was a moment. Match of the day didn't show. Uh, I mean, people go on about Chelsea, and they're great. I'm really enjoying their football and everything. It's great yeah. to watch. But I don't see how you can't. I don't see how they could. First of all, I think City is still better than. Liverpool, but yeah. we'll discuss this with Motti. But I just think without a striker, and there was a bit on match of the day they didn't show, which if you saw the game live, you'd have seen it. It was an offside goal, mm-hmm. but it was absolutely classic Morata. Hazard takes the free kick, he puts it in, Luis is powering and he's going to put the ball in the net. 
And then he comes flying across old Morat and sends it wide. You think, oh, for goodness sake, mate. For goodness sake. At least he ran about when he came on, which was, you can't sort of say he didn't. Yeah. But, uh, well, go out there and run about a bit. I mean, Harry well, said that to Pavlyuchenko. That's the kind of the minimum that you expect. Yeah, of but, course, uh, yeah. You know, but it, but it was a, a terrific game. And they are, you know, both sides put everything into it. It was a big, very big difference. I mean, you yeah. compare United's performance against West Ham to Chelsea's the week before. There's just no comparison. You know, they they were really poor. Now, very entertaining game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and some good football on show as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, we will. Well, Motti's here later. Uh, Jose Mourinho has got a press conference, of course, today, and we'll be uh, hearing from Jose. We'll bring you the best of that. A man under a bit of pressure at the moment, I think it's fair <laughs> to say. Jose, by numbers, we said at the start of the season, it is... he never can turn it around. I wonder why this this pattern. I don't even. He's absolutely his own worst enemy. I yeah. don't know what's wrong with the fellow. When it went wrong at Chelsea, I couldn't work out why he was behaving the yeah. way he was behaving. But it's just it's like the sort of ten stages to the tin tack, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, you know, it's all coming by Christmas. I mean, now. So the other one, point, you know, section four, hang more players out the dry. We understand that by <laughs> by and. Jones weren't best pleased at being singled out after the pens last week. They didn't play well in the dressing room. And what does he say at the weekend? He was talking about playing three centre halves. He said I'd, um, he had to listen. He'd listened to calls to play anti Marshall and attack. I want to play Marshall. Something that you're asking for for a long, long. Time. What's he got to do with the press? No, he's so trying, he's just trying say, to you shift told me the to blame. blame. He's trying to shift the blame. He said I left uh, Sanchez out. Marshall is not a player. Very, very focused on his dis- defensive duties. So yeah. it's just every player's getting a kick. I mean, it's not, you know, making Marshall doesn't. In that case, don't play him. It's got nothing to do with the journalists no. and whether they think he should play or not. You're the manager. No, he is, absolutely. Bonkers. Yeah, anyway. Uh, they're running, they're running stats, United. were staggering. They're yeah. staggeringly low. They're sprinting. Do you see that um, Lukaku, I think he made four sprints in the entire match. Yeah, they were they were well off it, weren't they? And it was a uh, fair play with Luke Shaw saying, you know, we stunk the place out and they all put their hand up. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, you strayed from the Premier League uh, this weekend, personally, didn't you? went to um, well, AFC Wimbledon versus Oxford United. I did, and I'll tell you what, people said it was a miracle when Wimbledon won the FA Cup all those years ago <laughs> and finished seventh in the Premier League. But what's happened to that club since it was forced out and had to disband and start again, that is a miracle. Mm. I mean, it was great to meet one or two of the people down there who were there when, of course, in 2002... Uh, out of the Football League, starting all over again, picking players up off the park, and then all those promotions, combined Counties League, Ryman, Conference, and it took them just nine seasons to get back Mm. into the Football League. It's a fabulous story, Mm. and it's been done on the back of volunteers and members and supporters and the, the guiding light behind it all, Eric Samuelson, the chief executive. He's been there since day one. Uh, it was quite refreshing, actually, just to go down there and talk to people who'd seen, you know, a club just disappear, and then and then now yeah. it, it's fully active. And as we said, you've got a special place in their history: the the, the commentary of the cup final, the culture, uh, you know, the crazy, crazy game beating game. the yeah. culture club, and yeah. it's a famous moment in the club's history. So they must love to see you there. Well, also, of course, what they are loving is the fact they've got a site for a new stadium. They're moving back to Plough Lane, mm. where the old ground was, and yeah. going into what was the Greyhound Stadium. That, all being well, will be next the season after next. But um, th- they're, they're looking upwards. Um, it was a great bit of commentary there, because it, it contained quite a good 
wide references. The Crazy Gang was going back ages and Culture Club were pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Did you have that in the bank, John? Did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Top no. of the head. I can honestly say that was spontaneous. But boy, boy, George, of course, was quite high in the charts yes, then. So yeah. it, was, it was also reasonably topical. Brilliant. Now, uh, Daniel Sturridge for England. People have uh, been oh. saying after that goal. It's always great when you see a player just look up and what think, a finish. yeah, I'll have a little pop at that. It's, mm. it's always great. Isn't yeah, it? and another example of what we were saying the other week about no game is ever over. Mm, yeah. You know, late, late, late goals every week in, in the Premier mm. League particularly. In a, yeah, I thought they'd run out of steam a bit yeah. in Liverpool. They'd had about three or four attacks that had fizzled out. And mm. we were thinking, yeah. oh, they look done here now. We're going to win this. And yeah. then, of course, uh, he came up with that brilliant finish. It was his first uh, from outside the box for four and a half years. <laughs> Last time he got a goal outside the box, 2014 against Arsenal. To be fair, he's probably probably not, not made that He nearly did it games. in the week, though, to be fair to him. Hit the yeah. bar, didn't he, with the same sort he of shot. He did, but um, you forget he's got that. You well, think of him as a, a sort of yeah. a player in the box. You also you? forget, of course, he played in the World Cup in... in, in um, South Africa did it? No, the one after played, Brazil. Played, in yeah. Brazil yeah. scored. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not unknown to the international arena. And with Southgate announcing his squad on Thursday, which wasn't packed with strikers last time, by the sure, way, yeah. he might edge in. Yeah, it was a vital goal for Liverpool because I think that would have been a, you know, demoralising sort of defeat, especially yeah. having lost, you know, in the week, mm. we lost twice to Chelsea. Should we but, hear from Jurgen Klopp? Yeah, um, he was very happy with the point. <laughs> When we had the ball, we, we created. Huh? We created. We were, I don't know how often in the box in a promising situation where we could have scored. Second half, the biggest chance and probably was um, <laughs> the pass from the, or the cross from Robbo and 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 and. Um Shaq missed the ball, um, so we had the situations earlier. We could have, we could have won that game as well. So I'm, I'm but I'm completely fine. I really, um, this is a difficult and tough place to go. Getting a point from here, I'm I'm really fine. Shaq's a lot smaller than the original Shaq. Yeah, I think yeah, they're very different heights. Aren't they? I mean, a fantastic goal by Hazard, though. I mean, there were oh, two great goals, different goals. Chelsea goal. are playing some lovely football. They're playing out from the back. It's it's a it's a two-edged sword for Chelsea because it, when it works, it's brilliant. Yeah, but most of Liverpool's good, better possession was nicking the ball off Chelsea when they were trying to play out from the back. So yeah. it's a bit of a tricky one. You know, I like to see them mix it up a bit, but that's me. I'm a bit old-fashioned. <laughs> You think Chelsea have got title chances, John? You think, or a lot of people think, thinking it's all a bit too early. The players are saying it's not, but the manager says not this year. Well, I think top three. I, I said at the beginning of the season, my three were Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea. I don't, I don't, I don't change from that now. Although, when you look at the top six this morning, uh, it's looking very familiar, isn't it, with Tottenham and Arsenal in fourth and fifth, or fifth and sixth. Yeah. Um, and and it, it really does look as if. Maybe, uh, yeah, fourth and fifth, aren't they? It really does look as if uh, we're not going to see a great deal of change at the top, but I still think Liverpool possess the options. I'm talking about the bench as well, because, mm. of course, that reflects again on Sturridge, doesn't it? Um, I, I just think that they'll get it. It's their year. I just got that feeling. Well, see, I think City are still better than them. Having watched them in mm. the flesh, I think City are a better side, but... They might get to preoccupied with Europe, and we'll see next week because Liverpool mm. have got a bit of a sign on City. So yes. you know that's a big, big. But it game. could come down to the head-to-heads, couldn't it? Well, it could if do. it's that tight. And the same thing applies to Arsenal because Arsenal are on a very good run at the moment, even though they could have been two 0 down on Saturday. But you have to say they've won. You know, since they lost those first two games, yeah. they won every game. I know, yeah. I know. So, but it, it'll come to how they go against the other uh, top, top teams. That's what yeah. I, the top sides they've met so far. They've. They've lost to, haven't they? But, yeah. You know, they, they're they're a team in transition. So, look, we can hear from Jose. He's, he's had a press conference today mm. ahead of uh, the Champions League games, and uh, he was asked how the players reacting to that defeat at West Ham at the weekend. 
I see sad people. I see people that uh, doesn't look like they, they lost a game. I see so-so. But in the little two sessions of training that we, that we had, everything normal. Everybody with desire to work and to play. Sometimes what it looks is exactly the opposite. You can be laughing and be the, the saddest person in the world and you can be with a, with a very sad face and you can be a fantastic actor and inside of you, you are very happy. So sometimes what you see is not what you get. So you don't think they do I think that some care more than others. Interesting. You, you probably are aware. P45. Well, as uh, <laughs> well, as Pogba left the, the stadium the, in the mix zone, a few of the journalists said, could they have a few words? And Pogba <laughs> smiled and said, oh, you want me dead? And sort of <laughs> sprung onto the team coat. So he yeah. was quite upbeat and smiley after that defeat, despite being taken off. Mm, it looks like Mourinho is under more uh, fire directly at the moment than Pogba is, doesn't it? I mean, people are starting oh. to really come out now and say how long's he got and... Zidane's name keeps creeping into the papers more and more. Uh, I mean, do you know something? I wonder whether Manchester United are in danger of just becoming any other football club. You know, all this glamour and glory and oh, the way their fans have had these... I mean, it's not like that anymore. They're 10th and they're out of the League Cup. I mean, do you know what I'm, I'm trying no, to say? They, they've, lost that, they've lost that luster, is what I'm they, saying. They've lost that aura, that mystique about That's the them. word. I mean, there's yeah. no question about G- this. Gary never always... You've seen these quotes. I mean, he was tweeting the other day and uh, he said, this mess started when United sacked Moyes and we lost all sense of the values the club has been built on. It's not the manager. It's the lack of football leadership above him. Mm. They're bouncing all, all over the place with no plan. But I think it is partly the manager. It's very hard to say it's not the manager, isn't it, John? Well, it is when rumours keep coming out of the dressing room, which are so prevalent that you can't really ignore them, that some of the players are not comfortable, not just Pogba. Um, and, I mean, it, it, it. every time Mourinho speaks, you sort of feel, well, why is he saying that? You know? yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I just think... Uh, this morning, for the first time, I really think there's a danger that he might have to go. When the, when the players train, they wear those vests to see whether they're doing enough work. Yeah. And, you know, they download the, the bit, you know, their workload. Mm. And that is a way of telling how a team's doing because it says here, you like a bit of a stat, Motti. Imagine United's defeat by West Ham. They registered only 59 sprints in the whole match, the lowest of the 16 Premier League teams to play on Saturday. Most alarming was Romelu Lukaku, who, despite playing the full 90 minutes, broke into a sprint only four times. Wow, and that wait, says a lot. That says it? a lot. It does. The, um, does it, did it remind you, Andy, of some of those sort of um, yeah. Chelsea, second time at Chelsea performances? <laughs> yeah. That look at the players thinking, we'll be gone soon. So, you know, I'll put a shift in ish. Yes, ish. That's yeah. what they did. They tried ish. Yeah. And then when sort of went against them, you know, I mean, no player never doesn't give 100%, but it's it's just it's, they don't believe in what they're being asked to do, I don't yeah. think, and that's the problem. The McTominay thing as well. I mean, to put, well, a, to put a kid like that in a three is one thing, but in the end, by the time they got the third West Ham, he was in a two. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was in a back four, which is yeah. asking a lot, I mean, isn't They spent it? about £100 million on on centre-halves. Yeah, well, they, fl- they flagged that up very early on the radio on on, on, on Saturday, actually, when they saw the line-up. What's, t- what's McTominay doing on the right side of a three-man mid-defence? He did that earlier in the season, didn't he? In With the, Herrera the against game. Spurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, look, if he, as you said, it's not really the time and place to be trying to make a point to the people upstairs. He, he's, now he's got to get on with it. As soon as the window closed, he has got by there. He's an international mm. centre-half. He's got Lindelof, who had a good World Cup, yet 
I mean, he's, he's clearly not that keen on either of them, although Lindelof is mm. involved. I fear the people upstairs, certainly the owners, are probably more concerned about the magnificent financial results that they revealed in the middle of, of last week. And that, I think, is the problem now with Manchester United. You know, it's grown so great as a business that the team somehow yeah. or other is sort of... Not exactly take well, yes, I do think that taking second priority because this is one of the problems we always were going to have with overseas owners who don't come to the games. Mm. The business, though, is based on football, unlike some other, they don't yeah. diversify, it's all about no. their success. They well, stand or fall as a football team as yeah. a business, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and also you've got to be in the Champions League, and that's the next thing they'll be worrying about. Sure, in Valencia tomorrow night. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, um, there was a managerial casualty uh, at the weekend. I should say Arnautovic is a top four yeah, Champions well, what, League player. What, what, He's a top four I'm sure player. the West Ham fans are delighted for you. You're selling him already. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd swap him with Morata well, tomorrow. They, they were saying, you know, if, if, if he was in the Manchester United side, that sort of uh, yeah. Cantona-esque type player yeah, they were making. The Chelsea the side, I mean, he'd improve a lot of teams, there's no question He would. That. Anyway, let's um, yeah. Dean Austin lost his job at the weekend, and Gene, Dean came in and saw us a little while ago, and he was looking to get in a coaching. He's a really good guy, and I was hmm. chuffed he'd got the opportunity, but it hasn't really worked out at Northampton. Um, so look, we wish him well getting back in. He sent out a tweet today, which is sort of pretty gracious, really. Hmm. Um, but uh, Jeff Peters, uh, Phil with the Fox, uh, our man up in the East Midlands, said, of course, this was Mansfield Northampton. Uh, an infamous game in terms of clips of the week. <laughs> so here we are. You'll probably hear it again on Christmas Eve. But in the meantime, let's remind you of what happened back in the day. And I've got actually full details of the final score of this game. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff says, my life is empty. I've spent the last half hour researching what went on. But here he is. It's Beaky uh, with news uh, of a goal at the Mansfield-Northampton match. OK, Mansfield 1, Northampton 0 in that uh, other player. Sorry, Mansfield 0, Northampton 1. Mansfield 0, Northampton 1. Uh, Day getting the goal after 40 minutes of play. Uh, Northampton 0, Mansfield 1. I beg your pardon, let me get it right. Northampton 0, Mansfield 1 in uh, that other playoff semi-final which is going on today. That's the Division 3 playoff semi-final. So it's Mansfield 0, uh, Northampton Sorry, it's Ma- Northampton <laughs> nil, Mansfield one. Let me get it up. Was it day? Right. Was another it? playoff uh, semi-final, which is going on today. It was day. It was Reese Day. <laughs> Jeff tells us uh, Northampton nil, Mansfield one at that point. The tie finished three-three on aggregate. It was a League Two playoff semi-final. Mansfield won on penalties after the second leg to get to Wembley. They then lost to Huddersfield in the final on pens. That's enough anoraking for today, uh, says Jeff. 
but then he says that's enough anoraking for today, and then comes back with that was also the season. Torquay were automatically. <laughs> I thought you'd finished anoraking. <laughs> Torquay were automatically promoted to the third tier. Whatever happened to them? Are the producers not oh, in he, today? He's just bucked up the producer at home. He's just feeling oh, yeah, a bit poorly he has, today. Um, he may be listening. Yes. Do you want to know how they got on on the weekend though? They uh, they I know. They, they drew two two with the top of the table woking. Didn't fine, they score a late equaliser? Fine, uh, fine performance by Gary Johnson's unbeaten as such. Yeah. Torquay. So now, Andy, good. you um, you've been working on the impressions of the Premier League managers. Yes, you? they're going uh, on ter- as the badly day. as they've been previously. Uh, you you challenged me to have a go at uh, Slavisa Djukanovic. Yeah, and uh, I declined up till now. I gave it a go, but honestly, you're not pleased with it. I'm not. Well, because isn't it? This has got no discernible accent. It's a, <laughs> well, I think he has. <laughs> but he's got an accent. It doesn't sound like he comes from <laughs> Fulham, does he? Okay, well let's hear uh, Slavisa Djukanovic there, former Chelsea player, the Fulham mm. manager. How did Andy fare with this impression? Needing more aggression from his side in the second half. What changed from your point of view that your team weren't able to make the same impact? The same. I need more uh, more aggression. I must do beating. The same. I need more aggression. I must still be beating. That's your Conte, is it? It's all purpose. Must be more uh... solidarity and fighting uh, any second like it's last second in our uh, our life. It must be solidarity and fighting like it is the last second in our life. The one moment we give up and we trust. <laughs> trust. <laughs> What's all that about? He hasn't that. got a lisp, has he? That'll do. Oh, no, he has got a slight lisp. This is just as susceptible. What are you Louis Armstrong. It wasn't great, was it? Claude Puel, you tried as well. I think this may be French central casting. I'm going to imagine a man with a stripy jersey with onions around his neck on a bike. That's what Claude said. Sounds like he's the Frenchest man in the world. Listen to this. It was a strong performance uh, uh, with good discipline, without the ball. Good. It was a strong performance without discipline, without the ball. <laughs> Not that old controversy. Happened in the tropical sun. We on the floor, we will cover the ball. Not a perfect game, but I am happy. A bum? It's not me, it's him. It's, uh, it's, it's, well, he's French. It's not me, it's him. It's a and I yeah. hope we can build some momentum. Yeah, we'll get the idea there. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps a bit long. Um, it's your birthday today. It is, yeah. Now, do you remember recently when uh, Joe Root got 100 at the Oval? We kept saying... Oh, look, there's old Sandy Gore. He's really enjoying Joe Root's 100. But of course, yeah. it wasn't Sandy Gore. The old it was the ITV Sandy Gore lookalike. Britain's foremost Sandy Gore lookalike. <laughs> Joe Root's granddad. Yeah. But unbelievably, Sandy, not only is he still alive, yeah. but it's his birthday the same day as you. Happy birthday, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you're not quite as old as him. Sandy's 91. Okay. I've got so a, a bit, bit of catching up. Bit of catching have you got up a birthday there. spread? I have, yes. This is a 2020, is it? I've got to guess the age of, uh, of someone's birthday. Is that yeah. Right? It's, uh, it's, you've got to. It, uh, yes, it's the birthday of Dame Scylla Snowball. She's, Dame Scylla Snowball? Yeah, she's the chairwoman and chief executive of the advertising agency Abbott Mead Vickers. Abbott Mead Vickers? What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> Abbott Mead Count Me- Arthur Jacobs. Abbott Mead Vickers, yeah. BBDO. What, you know, because all these firms, I think they started off as Abbott Mead, yeah. and then they bought Vickers. They brought a vicar in. <laughs> and then they bought BBDO, so they're, yeah. they're now Abbott Mead Vickers, BBDO, yeah. and Dame Scylla Snowball 
is the chairman. And her career has just grown and grown. In fact, it's quite out of hand. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, how would you best describe the way it's gathered momentum? <laughs> exactly. Her, her career. Dame Silla, she's still in the job. Yeah. Um, 61, Dame Silla. Oh, tremendous. I didn't even give you a spread. She's only 60. Oh, I scale, yeah. You, know, you normally suss oh, it out by the... So Harry Hill, your uh, compatriot. Compatriot? <laughs> See, you have become Count Arthur. <laughs> completely lost the power yeah. of speech. Your compadre or compatriot. Yes. Is what I was trying to say. He's uh, It's his birthday today. Yusuf Indoor, who I love. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of famous people. Used to be Walter Matthau. Well, also the I Prime was, Minister. I always maintain that you are more famous than a lot of people on this list. For example, I'd say more people in Britain have heard of you mm. than Elaine Storkey, the director of uh, training Church Army. What would you call her in the dressing rooms? Storks. That's what you get called storks. Uh, in the for example, room. I think you're more famous than Professor Dame Jean Thomas, the macromolecular biochemist of Swansea University. So I would maintain you should be in here. Well, we're having a joint birthday party tonight, so she won't thank you for that. Yeah. Fair enough, really. Um, yeah, thank you, Andy. There yeah, we are, yeah. the birthday spread. Uh, have we got anything else today, Andy? I, I have. The <laughs> Stars front page is fantastic today. It, the headlines, Outcry Over Zombie Die. And this is uh, this is Carol Middleton, the mum of Kate Middleton. Yeah. Uh, she's been <laughs> slammed, apparently, for selling right. a blood-soaked Diana-style Halloween dress. It's not. It's just... A fairy princess dress with blood on it for Halloween for people to wear, but it's got nothing to do with Diana at all. But they thought they just tie it in in the middle. It's got a bit of royal feeling wow. to it. And it's amazing, okay. isn't it? How they a quiet did news day. Very quiet. Well, but it also, isn't, but it clearly is around that way. Well, it is because Rita Ora, the big news about Rita Ora is yeah. uh, she's just bought a new bike. Honestly, that's made the papers. Really? What sort of bike? Rita Ora's bought a bike. What sort of bike is it? Uh, I don't know. She doesn't really go into the full Chris Hoy details. (laughs) It could have been a Chris Hoy. He does his own range of bikes, doesn't he? She said, I've bought a new bike and I'll use it to frequently. I'll use it to ride. I'll use it frequently to maintain a healthy lifestyle with exercise. I don't think she's going to get a paper round. (laughs) Fantastic. Exactly. Now, we were talking earlier on about the Bath resting 13 players. We spoke to Gavin Mears and the Telegraph about that in their defeat to Saracens hmm. and Steve Goodwin's been in touch he says uh, speaking of rugby and staying competitive South Africa over the weekend the Western Province under 21s beat the Eastern Province under 21s um, guess what the score was Andy try and have a guess 21 all no 21-20 uh, 21 okay 21-20 you've gone down that route okay 21 all was an interesting guess when I said they'd <laughs> yeah, beaten no, them yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they won it was toss of a coin toss of a this coin this was finished in 80 minutes no not 21-20 give us, an, give us another have another guess oh I don't know 3-0 um, uh, <laughs> it's that one penalty <laughs> goal Dull a game of rugby would that be 3-0 <laughs> yeah. and that was 173 nil. 173-0. Yeah. yeah, Western Province oh. under-21s beat the Eastern Province under-21s. 173 well, nil. of work to do in the Eastern Province. Well, they really. I mean, yeah, but I think some of them will be going west, won't they? <laughs> Saying, actually, I'm from the west. Can I come and play for you? <laughs> I do like this as well. That uh, the I love the £50 letter in the sun. because 50 quid. That's 50 good money, quid, isn't it? good money. But this one is what I call the thanks for telling us what happened letter. Yeah. David Beckham's yet another high-profile celebrity who gets away with a speeding conviction on a technicality. 
Yeah, we knew that. He admitted doing 59 in a 40 mile an hour zone, but yep, was clear because that the papers were served a day late. Yep. With the help of celebrity lawyer Nick Freeman, dubbed Mr. Loophole, yep. he successfully pleaded not guilty. Yeah. You're blah, repeating blah. the news story there. <laughs> no, that's yep. not worth 50 quid. Yeah, 50 quid just to repeat a news story. That's <laughs> yeah. money for jam, isn't it? No, it is. It's true. And Gemma Collins, finally, she said that she won't uh, be going on loose women again, but she out Lennox Lennox Lewis because she oh, yeah. said, I am the GC. <laughs> Are you really? Really, honestly, don't talk about yourself like that. I am the GC. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there, Andy. Just time to tell you, we asked you about the weird and wonderful things that get shouted out at sporting events you've been to because mashed potato was screamed out by some of the Ryder Cup people. Mm. Uh, a bloke near me watching uh, Doncaster Rovers would only ever shout, That'll do! <laughs> uh, whatever happened. That'll do. Um, it was especially loud when a defender kicked it out for a throw-in. He must have said it 50 times a game. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A few more of these cries from the crowd. Steve Clegg says he used to stand in the Lindo stand at Home Park many years ago and there was an old guy who used to shout, Pigeon Loft! Every time a shot ended up in the crowd, I have no uh, idea why. Uh, yeah, because well, it ended up in the in the rafters, I suppose. Carson says a guy at the local club used to shout, Squeeze! Uh, every time the opposition broke down the wing. Yeah, our producer of the day, uh, well, normally our assistant producer, but today the producer. Ruthless, yeah. Ruthless. He came yeah. in and he said, uh, oh, there's a very young Roy Hodgson on Sky. And uh, we didn't suddenly have this idea. You know, very, very young Roy Hodgson. You know, Roy, Roy at school. Before the voice broke, you know, very, very good. <laughs> be good, really, wouldn't it? That's uncanny, Andy. That's uncanny. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Don't ask me. Not a great start to Don't Ask Me. The producer's failed already, Andy. Never mind you, because he forgot to give me Wednesday. He well, didn't think Wednesday existed last week. What so can you do? He forgot about that. He, didn't, he didn't enjoy, oh, he he didn't enjoy oh, Wednesday. Oh, he show. wasn't here. He was oh, he working on the sports. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's a poor excuse, though, mate, really. So, anyway, we, let's give you one from Friday, Andy. Um, we spoke to Martin Kellner. Martin, as he often does, went off topic from the subject of sport and started talking about a quiz show called Untenable, which mm. is presented by which well-known TV celebrity? Warwick Davis. Oh, you're a bit cocky. I didn't like the way you were cocky there. You fancy your chances. <laughs> cocky. We spoke to Josephine McKenna. She is the Telegraph's uh, reporter yeah. over in Italy. She's in Rome, I think. She told us about a World Cup that was going on. What was that World Cup? A tiramisu. The tir- tiramisu. Might need a Wednesday, yeah. The Tiramisu <laughs> World Cup. Adrian's getting worried. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know, and I've got to come up with two from two days now, haven't I? Okay, Kieran Fallon was telling us about his son, 19-year-old son, who won his first race. What's his son's name? His son's first name. Got him. Oh, it's not Chip, is it? It's not Chip. That was the dog Chip who Fallon. used to. <laughs> Alan. Alan Fallon. Alan Fallon. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Kieran. No, that's his father's name. <laughs> Kieran <laughs> what do you think it is? Uh, You're going to go with? Carl. It was Kieran. You were wrong. You should have stuck with Kieran. <laughs> Kieran Jr. Brilliant. Uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Uh, especially as we had no Wednesday anyway. You did me a favour. Um, fantastic. We will catch up with you on uh, well, tomorrow. That's right. It's only Monday now, isn't it? Yeah. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We are back tomorrow, and delighted to say Callum Smith's in the studio, fresh from that fantastic victory over in Jeddah against George Groves. Uh, it's a great performance. I watched the fight on Friday, so I really look forward to having a chat with him and uh, see who. Uh, One bit of sport I didn't watch over the weekend. Yeah, I, I've got it covered. So yeah, Callum Smith will be here, the, uh, the fine boxer. So until then, uh, have a fine evening.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.